The work of this church in the world is realized through the generous financial support of all who call this place home. Along with the gifts and time and talent, ours is a shared ministry. You have a role to play here. Church membership is open to all. For more information, go to uusf.org.
our old friends and new friends joining us in person and on live stream. <laughs> if this is, I'm, oh, I'm worship associate Mari Magaloni Ramos here at the First Unitarian Universalist Society of San Francisco. Our music director, Mark Sumner, will be leading the service today. If this is your first time joining us, I'd like to welcome you especially. You'll be able to follow along using your order of service, which is also available on video and is emailed to everyone who receives our newsletter, which we invite you to get by signing up here in the lobby or through a link to our connection form in the order of service and in the video descriptions. The order of service also lists upcoming events and links to opportunities to connect, including our coffee hour, which takes place in the courtyard after the service. I'd like to take a moment to thank the many wonderful folks who are making our worship possible today. I'd like to thank our choir and our guest musicians, who Mark will be introducing in detail in a moment. Thanks also to Shuli Ong and Eric Shackelford for working the cameras this morning. And also to Stephen Kroger in charge of audio, Gregory Stevens, who is running the online chat this morning. If you are online and have any trouble, get in touch with him and he will help you as best he can. Thanks also to our sextons, Matias Salazar and Tony Miller, and to Judy Payne for the gorgeous flowers and Linda Messner for coordinating the ushers. Just a quick COVID note. Masks are not required indoors, but we encourage you to wear them if that makes you safer. And there are pews on the side that are labeled mask only. So you can also sit in a section where you're surrounded only by people wearing masks. Uh, and we do prioritize our most vulnerable members and friends. So please be considerate. Thank you. And Mark, it's all yours. Thank you, Mari. <clears throat> this past quarter of a century, I have been particularly proud <clears throat> and thrilled and honored to be allowed to set aside one Sunday morning service a year for some rather serious music making. Serious in that it pretty much ends up filling the entire worship hour. Big Music Sunday, we call it. <laughs> and today we have Big Music Sunday that is different in at least three ways. First, it does not feature our resident choir, usually in the center of the bigness. Some are here today, but others are hither and yon. Second, it's not big in the sense of size and numbers as in years past. We have gathered almost uh, 200 performers from as many as four different choirs, as well as a full orchestra. Third, it is big, however, in the sense that today we have a fount of many blessings in having the Arate singers here sharing their time and talent with us. This fascinating group of vocalists from all over the Bay Area can be read about in your order of service, but I will point out to those of you who have been around, you should recognize several members in the ensemble, one in particular, Tim Saliver, who also happens to be its founder and its leader. Tim, could you join me up here at the pulpit? In our last Big Music Sunday prior to the pandemic, Tim was performing here that 
that entire service being a mashup of, large, of a large number of sung settings from both the ordinary of the Mass and the Mass for the Dead, the Requiem Mass. Four years ago, I called it a mass-up. <clears throat> Today, the service is actually the second of three performances given within a 22-hour period <laughs> by these sturdy folk. <laughs> a weekend of healing and peace, music for organ and choir. The full program last night in uh, Pleasanton featured its own mashup as well as a world premiere of a Misa Brevis, but more on that in a moment. <clears throat> I'm going to ask Tim to share a few words about what this collective of music means to him, collection I should say, of music means to him, and if you could introduce the creator of the centerpiece of our musical worship service today. Yeah. It's good to be back. Good day, everyone, and welcome to a morning of healing and peace, music for organ and choir. I've chosen the organ and choir compositions that evoke healing and peace, providing solace and comfort in times of grief and sorrow. I would love for us to celebrate our loved ones who have passed. Let the music fill you with the joy that they brought you and your family. And I really encourage you to use this time for reflection and thought. This weekend, I have gathered a cadre of talented conductors who are invited to share the podium with me to honor my mother, who was the first Filipina organist and choir director in the United States. In 1953, she came to the United States penniless and without a job, accompanied by her soldier husband and four young children, all under the age of eight. Her first job was as a secretary for the Northern California Nevada Council of Churches located at Old First Presbyterian Church on Van Ness Avenue. It was from this position that she would develop her community and political connections that would benefit immigrants arriving in San Francisco and the state of California. She became an artist, activist, and theologian. There wasn't much she couldn't do. She was the founder and president of the Philippine American Cultural Foundation, which worked with the city of San Francisco and local churches to produce cultural events for the Filipino community. She was recognized by the California State Senate for her work in supporting and promoting the minority populations in the city of San Francisco and the state of California. She also worked with Assemblyman Willie Brown to pass a law allowing foreign-born dentists to practice in the state of California. But today, she was the mother who drove me to San Francisco Boys Chorus, San Francisco Symphony, and San Francisco Opera rehearsals and performances. She inspired my lifelong love of classical music. And for that, I wish to honor her memory with today's concert. And I also want to take this opportunity because uh, I believe Tim has had a um, past relationship working with Luke and his music, Luke Myronick. I want to um, welcome Luke to the organ. He is, uh, he's in a saddle that is rarely occupied by anyone else, <laughs> uh, other than Reiko, of course, Reiko Lane. And Reiko and Luke met a couple days ago so that she could show him the ropes. But welcome, Luke. You will hear from him and about his uh, Missa Brevis that we will use uh, as, as kind of the focus of the service in the middle of our 
worship today. I will finish off by saying thank you so much, Tim, and a hearty, sincere welcome to the choir. Luke, our guest conductors and soloists today, each listed in the order of service. You will have a perfect and inspired reason to greet them and each other following today's postlude. I did promise some music-filled worship, so I will now finish by leading you into worship, asking you to join me in the reading in unison, the words to light our chalice. We light this chalice for the light of truth, the warmth of love, and the fire of commitment. We light this symbol of our faith as we gather together. Please stand if you can and join all of us in singing our opening hymn, number 126, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing. Help our hands turn.
Presbyterian Universalist congregations are bound not by creed, but by covenant. Covenant, which is a word that means promises of the heart. These are the promises we make to each other about how we want to be together in the responsible search for truth and meaning that we commit to engage in when we gather here. The words to our covenant are printed in your order of service. I invite you to say them with me and then join me in singing our doxology. Love is the spirit of this church and service is its prayer. This is our great covenant, to dwell together in peace, to seek the truth in freedom, and to help one another.
reflection. This is by Daniel Cantor. God of many names and mystery beyond all naming, persist in guiding us to a quiet measure of this moment that we might link heart to heart in the stillness and calm, leaving behind all scurry and fury, rush and contempt for the shore of this quiet moment. We who gather today, coming from many corners of the land, join in breath over breath. So that we might hold the suffering, care for the mourning, and celebrate with the joyful. We pray over those in our midst who struggle and appreciate those who have enough spirit to give today. We pray in the names of all those known and unknown, present and absent, remembered and forgotten. We pray in the name of all helpers of humankind. Amen.
Thank you, Mark and Mari and Reiko and, of course, Tim for this, and this wonderful choir for this wonderful opportunity to present this premiere, this whole weekend uh, premiere of this mass setting that, I, that I've composed. I wrote it last year uh, in the time of in the time of Holy Week, in about 10 days' time. And it was written in a, in a point in my life where um, I, I didn't know what I believed. I, I really struggled with belief for a long time in my life. And I desperately wanted to believe in something. And whatever that was, I wanted it to sound this way. This belief sometimes can be a very impossible thing. It requires such fortitude with, with, uh, of things we cannot see. But the impossible is, is, is true. It can be true at times. If Tim ever gets to tell you his story about his mother, if you ever get that wonderful and beautiful and rare opportunity to hear his story about his mom and his life, it's impossible, but it's true. And that's why I'm so honored that Tim decided to premiere this Mass, Mass of the Eighth Day, the never-ending day, the day that never ends. Thank you.
This morning's offering will benefit the work and ministries of this community. To make a donation on Vanco or using the donate button on your website, please select the offering choice to make your gift. If you are sending a check, please write today's date and the word offering in the memo. Thank you in advance for your generosity. This morning's offering will now be both given and gratefully received.
it's your turn. <laughs> I invite you to um, help us finish the service in a grand way by singing the final hymn, which if you'll turn in your hymnals, the gray hymnals, to 388. We will sing our version of the Dona Nobis Pachem, or at least Mozart's. Uh, we'll do it as a round, and I'm going to invite the singers to join you downstairs. And we'll do it first all the way through, just to reacquaint yourselves with how it goes. And then we'll just kind of have a free-for-all. We will sing it as a round. You can choose your favorite phrase or try all three. And uh, we will do eight phrases. Once we sing it all the way through, we'll sing eight phrases. And you'll see me stop you at the end. And that will be how we'll finish um, today's hymn. So if you can join me in the Dona Nobis round. And uh, let's see, um, I'll just pick a note. <laughs> Dona Nobis Oh, 
you a free translation of the 900 to 1700 year, year old words to our postlude today, preceded by one utterance of the words, grant us peace, sung by you and particularly our choir earlier countless times. To end, ubi caritas et amor, where charity and love are, there is God. That love has gathered us into one. In that, let us rejoice and be glad. With respect, we acknowledge an infinite love. And from a sincere heart, let us love one another. Where charity and love are, there is God.
And now we greet one another. <laughs> Enjoy your Pride Day. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity.